Before I begin, I would like to say thank you. Last week, I opened the episode asking, "What would you like me to do an episode on?" And suffice it to say, I have much work ahead of me now. So, thank you. Little did I know the response I would receive. Starting next week, I will begin these episodes. So please continue to send in your thoughts or questions or something that you would like for me to go over in the episodes. You can send them either through the website cometdownpodcast.com or you can email me chad at cometdownpodcast.com. I so appreciate you reaching out. Now, without further ado, let's find some calm. Stress, the opposite of calm. A state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. Even saying the word just now makes my muscles feel tighter, my breath shorter, and palms sweatier. Stress, anxiety, worries, pressure—these are all part of the day to day. Here in the states, April is National Stress Awareness Month, so I thought it would be perfect timing to. Bring the subject up. Now, not all stress is bad. When our body's fight or flight response kicks in, it releases hormones as a result of the stress, which is great when you're being chased by a lion or the parachute doesn't open in midair. But unknowingly or not, we've made stress part of our daily habit. It is what it is. We say as we feel at a loss or even. Helpless in dealing with it, but stress can have a serious impact not only emotionally but physically, as well. Now I know for most of us we may not be running the fields of Africa or jumping out of airplanes on a routine basis, but I'd like to show you how it's the little things that add up over time that can have the same effect. So let's see what we can do about this word, stress. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Don't confuse the urgent with the important. Preston Nee. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't confuse the urgent with the important. Fearing something will go wrong, forgetting something important. Why haven't they called me back? Or my personal Achilles heel? I'm going to be late. Ugh, I hate being late. No wonder we're all a bunch of nerves tightly wound. We have over fifty thousand thoughts a day, most of which are negative. So it should come as no surprise that our minds are peppered with stress. Recently, I took part in World Sleep Day. Which was a collaboration of myself and a number of other artists, as we shared how important it is to, well, sleep. In the podcast hosted by yours truly, I used this analogy for sleep, but it also works incredibly well in relation to stress. Imagine, if you will, a glass of water filled almost to the brim. Now, let's say this water represents what you carry. Day to day, things that make your life what it is—relationships, work, hobbies, even the usual—in this glass, everything is routine, and you're handling things quite well. 
Now, let's add a few rocks to this glass. Maybe just two or three. What happens? Well, the water rises and is just shy of overflowing. Not yet, but it's, it's close. Let's add a few more rocks. Oh, some spillage begins. A few drops here and there. It's okay. It's just a bit. Not that big of a deal, but it's obvious nothing else needs to go in the glass. But lo and behold, we add a few more. Three, four rocks, heck, maybe even five. Now water is everywhere. The glass just can't hold anything else. I could go on, but you see my point. These rocks represent the extras we try to squeeze in. Some are noble, like picking up the slack of a sick colleague, very kind of you. Some a bit lighter in nature, like signing the kids up for one more sport. It'll be fun for them, you say, until you realize it's every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock for the next 12 weeks. These little rocks you're adding to the glass may not look like stress, as they're usually camouflaged as something good or even healthy. I really need to start running again. Or maybe we know what they are from the start as you do the math and decide, hmm, it would be best for me to pick up a second part-time job. Outside looking in, they're just stones. Inside looking out, well, they're stressors. The more we add, the more we deplete. The more we deplete, the emptier we become. So, first things first. Find the root. A tree always bears its fruit. What is the root of this stress? Where is it coming from? Try this exercise for a week. Just a week. I have a feeling it will become habit once you begin. On a blank piece of paper, draw a line from top to bottom down the center. No, we're not making paper airplanes. On the left of this paper, write down your top five stressors. Now on the right, we're going to make two separate lists. At the top, let's write things I can change. And in the middle on the right-hand side, let's write things I cannot change. If this sounds confusing, it's okay. I have a PDF of this you can download at cometdownpodcast.com. Go to today's episode and you'll see the link for the PDF there. It's free. But again, dividing this paper in half, on the left, writing our top five stressors, and on the right, a list of things you can change and things you cannot change. Here, I'll go first. On the left, I've written down, feeling overwhelmed. I am constantly overwhelmed with work projects, while I'm also trying to find the work-life balance, particularly with family involved. Over to the right, this is going under the things I can change, as I then write out ways to find more time and prioritize my activities. At first, the sense of feeling overwhelmed doesn't feel like it's something I can change. It just feels like it's a part of life. But once I wrote it down and broke it apart and said, why am I feeling overwhelmed? This was the biggest cause. This was the biggest root of this overwhelming tree that I had growing. 
Turning off notifications has been tremendous in helping me get work done. Doing meditation twice a day has helped immensely as my thoughts aren't all over the place and I can focus more. And writing out a daily schedule, which I always thought was kind of lame, but once I started doing this every morning, I cannot imagine not having this as a daily roadmap. Going back to the quote from the beginning, don't confuse the urgent with the important. I then asked myself, what's important? Or what can I clear from my daily list first and move on to the next? It sounds so silly, but until recently, I would start the day overwhelmed and end the day even more overwhelmed. As my mind would go into a downward spiral, I didn't finish this, or I didn't start that, I forgot to email that person, or ah, I never got those thank you cards off, which reminds me. The root of my anxiety wasn't the amount of projects in front of me, but in my lack of scheduling and prioritizing. Simple as that. I wrote down the source of my stress, I felt overwhelmed, and I began to ask myself, is this something I can change? Not every source will be something you can change, but writing a list of your top five stressors allows you to break each down and ask yourself, is there a way I can handle this better? Finances are a common thread of anxiety, relationships as well, It takes a bit of pride swallowing, but asking for help in either of these is a tremendous way of trying to pull the root of these common obstacles. There is nothing wrong with saying, you know, I'm horrible at balancing my account and I'm always just getting by each month. Would you mind showing me what has worked for you? The same with relationships. More than likely, you know a few couples that have been together for 10, 20, 30, maybe even 50 years. Take a night to sit with them and ask, what's kept you together this long? And don't just listen, but be honest with yourself and commit to trying two or three things that they've shared. There's wisdom to be found in anything, but we have to ask first. If money or relationship happens to be written on the left-hand side of your paper, these are two great ways of getting things started and taking control. While we may have stress a part of our everyday, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to take over the everyday. Understanding where certain stress points are coming from is like reaching into the glass of water and removing one rock at a time but it won't happen on its own. Stop the cycle, find the route, and recognize the signs along the highway that say stress ahead. Being alert to what's ahead and knowing how to handle the obstacles will make the path all the more enjoyable to experience. To find more episodes of Comet Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CometDownPodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're 
not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CommentDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.